to the Fitness Business Breakfast. And Mel, given you are in Victoria, I would love to hear an update on how things are going and if it's picking up now that it's been how many weeks since um, lockdown you came out? Um, I think we've been out about three weeks now, um, Edwina, and thanks for asking. Look, I have nothing but um, praise for all of the club owners in Victoria. They're doing an amazing job. Everybody's been positive. Members are coming in and they're committing to their memberships. And I really believe that 2021 is going to be a great year for all clubs in Victoria. Uh, yes, we're, we're licking a few wounds from 2020 and being in lockdown. But to those club owners that are listening right now, move forward because 2021 is going to be big. And the most important thing is to remember is that the fitness industry has changed and it's time for us to move with it. Absolutely. And excited today to say that we've got a special guest to help move the businesses and step up and get ready and prepare for a big launch in January to bring all the new members in. And Sam, JT has kindly shared your bio. So Sam Mutimer, it sounds a bit like a made up story. It's pretty impressive. In 2007, you apparently were um, side tackled in an English national rugby game and snapped your leg in two. And instead of going down and doing nothing about it, Sam decided to do a YouTube video and cast a bid for advertising space slots on her cast. And the video went viral, earned over 27,000 views, which to me is just a perfect example of the fact that Sam's good at overcoming barriers and making turning them around to make them a success. Sam is trusted to advise on all things digital as social media resident for Channel 7, The Fin Review, The Age and The Herald Sun. Sam has gained popularity as an expert speaking at corporate events for top tier brands in Australia, England, Germany, and South Africa. Her energy is infectious, which we've already seen. Her advice is sound, authentic, and achievable. As CEO of Think Tank Social, Sam's built her business over the last 11 years off the back of mistakes, learning curves, and challenges inherently unique to working with technology in a consultant state of flux. Pivoting is necessary, refocusing is critical. This is why Sam is so trusted by brands, athletes, CEOs, and corporates from a myriad of industries because she always finds an opportunity in a challenge. Permanently guided by the why, Sam grows the narratives of brands through education, strategy, creativity, and partnerships, and reminds everyone she meets that if you really want something bad enough, you'll always find a way to make it happen. So welcome, Sam, and thanks for being here. And you're based in Victoria, aren't you? Yeah, we are, we are. So Uh, how's it been with you in, um, in lockdown? It's been, like with everyone, it's like you've had to change and it's been very much a case of becoming a lot more self-aware and very much looking after our team, focusing on people, ensuring our clients have been communicated to in the best ways possible. So I think for us and like your attitude, Mel, it's like for things to change, you have to change. For things to get better, you've got to get better. And we've looked at it and been focusing forwards always. And we've actually grown significantly over that time because a lot of businesses have come to us and said, how do we do things digitally? How do we connect with our consumer in a more meaningful way? So as we go into 2021, the community is more digitally savvy than ever before. My mum is jumping on Zoom at 70 years old, you know, <laughs> just joined it into a Zumba workouts and stuff like that. So oh, right, you know, we can now we can now connect with the consumer face to face, which of course in the gym is the most important, but then also digitally through digital memberships and yeah, it's it's been I hate to say the way the word good, because um, I don't want to come across overly positive, but I always look at things like when it gets hard, you're really learning, you're growing. And so it's been a real growth year, I think, for, for everyone. 
I think you, you know, in Victoria, you can say it's good. Any other state saying it's good, the response is, well, you're not in Victoria. <laughs> so it's nice to hear from that from someone who's in Victoria having been through all of the long lockdown. So mm. now I think you've got a bit of a prezzo to, to start us off, do So we might, can we yes. do that first up? Absolutely. I think Mel and I will have plenty of questions on the way through. Yeah, we'd love some Q&A. I say we'd love, me, myself and I. Yeah. Um, I'm the lie cooler while I bring this up. Just going to do a screen share. Um, here we are. This, I love this stuff because so many people now are more open than ever before to innovate and change. And just let me know if you can see this from my computer. Oh, look at that beautiful soap. You can tell when someone's in marketing, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I didn't do that. Thank goodness for graphic designers. But yeah, really, really excited to be here. Um, I want as much Q&A um, as possible from you lovely ladies. I'm really kicking it off with, um, I'll ignore that, the mood check. But I do love this statement. I know I'm on the right path because things stopped being easy. And I think for, you know, the, Vic the Victorian um, fitness owners, operators out there, yeah, it's, it was real hard yards for you guys. I really, really felt for you. But what I've seen is, and just hearing from Mel, a lot of you have gone, well, you know what? Heads up, focus forward, find a way, can do attitude, will become better for it. And throughout that time, not only with, you know, the fitness owners that I, that I know and um, our clients as a whole, people have become more connected with community more than ever before. And um, can you see me, by the way, or is it just like the Prezo? Yeah, we can. <laughs> Yeah, right. And and this thing here, like the remote control to community, is being used more and more and more. And I think for the for the people out there that are just going to ignore the mobile phone and social networking, really, um, it's not a good move. And it's great that to see a lot of now and um, fitness operators embracing technology, embracing different ways to connect, communicate, engage. Whether that's through social channels, whether that's through SMS. Um, I know that in 2021 we'll be even more connected and it's going to be through this. So based on the, the phone, mobile phone, go, you go. No, my question was going to be, what do you mean by that? More, more, enga I can't, I, the thought of more engagement with my phone terrifies me. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, well, I think that's where you're headed anyway. I just, straight away I have alarm bells. So. Yeah, yeah. Some people do, you know, but then most, the majority of the population now um, are literally, this is where their eyeballs and the attention is. And, you know, even with my, my kids, I just have to make, make them self-aware to go, you are still looking at that mobile phone device. What else can you do? But it's the go-to now for people to connect, engage. And obviously with Corona and coming out of it and being able to connect with, you know, friends and family overseas, it's like, it's the norm now. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. a lot more normal. I've been getting so many SMSs from um, like my electricity company to, mm. look, it's just there. So it's expected. And if you don't get it, then it's, well, hang on, everything's got a bit quiet. And why is that? I'm a bit concerned. But I do, I am hearing you at the same time as well, um, Eddie, because. I guess, I guess I just wonder if, you know, given that is the norm, is there something to be said for going outside of that? Is there any is there any results with old school strategies of marketing or? I think you've got to do both and you test and learn. So for one, let's just say for you, Mel and Ballarat, 
um, print might be working for you really, really well, but let's just say for you, um, Eddie, I don't know, are you in Sydney? I'm not yeah. sure. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, you, and you're using Facebook ads and that's really driving traffic and that's bringing you new member acquisition, but then you're also using social to engage that member through live events and that's working well for you. So it's a bit of a test and learn. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I know, I know from working in media now for 12 years, um, and, and Gary Vee, who I absolutely love, would say this too. It's like where the underpriced attention is. And it truly is. It's like you can connect and engage with anyone at any time, really, if they're online. If you have a compelling message, some good content, and if you want to amplify that, some media spend behind it. Yeah, great. Thank you. <laughs> well, good. I think the main message for me is it's like you now more than ever, we can be real creative on how we connect with our community. Um, and ultimately, it's like we've got to show we care. And, and how do we show we care? We, we ask our members. You know, I, I, so I'm a member of a very big gym and they have not probably updated the details on me because I've not had one EDM, I've had no SMS, and oh, next minute I'm getting wow. $19 pulled out of my account every fortnight. And wow. um, so that just comes down to updating data, right? That's just one step. Now, I, I honestly am on the fence to go, yeah. well, you know what? But I, I forgive them because I probably know, well, they haven't updated the database for a while. So now's a great time, guys, if you're listening, to update your database and ensure that every single person walking through your club, um, you've got their the updated, um, mm. you know, updated number and the updated um, email address as well. Because those two things are key for you. And then you can share messages like, um, you know, we miss you or whatever the campaign is or like, how you're going, like whatever the messages that you choose, but you know that it's actually getting through to them. Because that's what we want more than ever, connection. And I know I did like going through through this and I, I love I love working out. I love I love the fitness industry. I just love people as a whole. And uh, yeah, I was just like, oh man, I wish I'd heard from from that gym. And you know, I've, I've got a personal trainer instead and train at home. But it's just, again, update your records. Find ways to do that, creative ways, incentivizing them to update it on some level. Um, Sam, right throughout both lockdowns in our club, we text our mes- uh, our members. And through the first lockdown, um, I think we text them four to five times and throughout the second lockdown, obviously it was sure that we did it two to three times. And it was really interesting to hear their feedback. Um, One person actually came back to me and wrote on Facebook, um, though I wasn't attending your Facebook live classes, Mal, because you were sending us text messages and because you were on Facebook, I felt really connected with my community and my club even though I hadn't seen you guys physically for months and months. So I think, you know, club, club owners need to understand that they might think, oh, a text message is nothing. It's really, really important because it means that you, the club owner, took the time to sit down, to write a message to the member, send it and pay for it. And so it tells that consumer that you are actually spending money throughout lockdown to connect with them and to keep them engaged and that you do have that care factor. So I totally agree. It's so important to stay engaged with your members, not just through what we've all experienced, but as often as you can. You might not always get as many likes as you want or as many shares as you want, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're not there and they're not reading it. Agree. Agree. More than ever, we need to amplify that connection and communication, obviously with substance and in a meaningful way. You can get really creative around that. So, yeah, Mel, that's so, so good to hear. And also, I suppose, when it comes down to safety. So I found this really cool um, cool infographic. Now, let me see if I can share this with you. Stop share. Hold the line again, guys. (laughs) 
and it was around obviously communicating um, that the, the clubs are clean and here we go and safe, which they are. They always, that's one message actually. You guys have always been super clean. Every yeah, time I went my gym, it was like, you know, all you've done now is you just amplified and put some hand sanitizer in, right? <laughs> and I think that's a whole really, lot of money, Sam, and spent a whole lot of money. <laughs> I spent a whole lot of money. And I think that's again, that's that needs to be amplified out there. We've always been this way. We've always done that. We've just made it, we've just amplified it slightly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I was gonna show you this. And I can send this off to you girls so then you can share it. But I found this from a UK a UK site and it was basically just again around SMS all the different ways that you can use it again to, to build up that that trust um, to be connected and um, to be relatable mm. so I can happily send that on but again yeah if, if you're a club that's not using SMS yet like, use it find ways like it's, yeah. it's it's as a consumer now we get it like we're not you're not bombarding our our personal space um we actually want it on some level. We want to be informed. And the reality is too, Sam, you know, send a text message because if your member doesn't want to receive it, they're just going to press stop. Absolutely. So yeah. don't eliminate um, your communication with your members because you think, oh, no, they're sick of my text messages. If they don't want to get your text messages, they'll hit the stop button. But there's a whole lot of other people out there that want to get your text messages, but at the same time, they'll forward those text messages onto their friends. Spot on. And I like how much um, you split, like split the definitions of, you know, what you can do. And it's that short, sharp message that I think isn't intrusive. As Mel says, you can just read it, you know, within 20 seconds and go, got it done, move on without it really intruding on your day. You know, rather than the old days where you get a phone call, interrupts your whole day, it's intrusive. And this is just so easy. Absolutely. And look, if there is that if there is, I don't know, an incident within the club, immediately you can go one to many like that in 30 seconds to your members and like, oh wow, we've been updated. And 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 lastly, you know, take the example, gosh, um, of when six thousand Qantas employees um, had to had to be moved on, which is so sad. But that email address they used to have, and let's just say that that email address was attached to the club, that's gone. So you've got no way to communicate with them unless you get the telephone number. So it's so important. That was like one of the key messages. Make sure you've got updated telephone numbers. Le leading on for that, ladies, uh, this member satisfaction, like SMSing a survey and actually asking members, I've put this in, in my preso, like what do they want? What do they love about the gym? Like I haven't been back to my gym yet and I'm considering it. And um, again, like just because I just haven't chosen to. But if, if they said to me, tell me what you used to love about coming to the gym. I think, oh my God, getting up at six o'clock, packing my gym bag, laying all my stuff out the night before, going and meeting my mate Eddie and offloading all the crap that was happening at work, just pumping some weights, leaving, just going, I'm ready to smash the day. Just taking me through that emotional feeling and asking that question. You know what? But that's going to draw me closer to it. Mm. So again, it's like putting it out there. What do you guys love about the gym or the club? And there's so many different things they'll come up with and that will then piece together your storytelling. Yeah, yeah. That's a brilliant way of connecting emotionally. Yeah. And so following on from a survey like that, is there a, a sort of strategic approach that you would hit with next with an offer or, a, you know, is that is that the way you're looking at the text messages in terms of a, almost a sales funnel now or is that? For, um, for sure. Yeah. One way of doing it. Um, the other way of doing it is the biggest growth 
that we've had with all of our clients that's going through this is partnerships. It's like, who has got the audience that you want to get in front of and how can you align to make it a win-win? So for example, I was going to say Dettol, but that's more down the cleansy route. But like, who, like, think about it. Who has got an audience that you want to get in front of locally, nationally, internationally, whoever that may be, and partner up and then do an incentive offer and a campaign. So that could be sent through an SMS. It could sent, be sent through an EDM. It could be in club already. But, you know, getting, getting a co-fund, co-design campaign developed um, has been really powerful for, for our clients. And, and it's an option out there right now for you guys as well, because everyone's kind of helping each other out, which is great. You know, never more than ever have been so connected as a community. I mean, Sam, that's how this event unfolded, didn't it, um, Edwina? Yeah. Yeah. Was the fact that, you know, the Victorian club owners needed assistance from fitness business professionals. So instead of us all going off with our own agenda, we just came together as one, collaborated, and have sent out some really great resources over the last four weeks. So collaboration, I think, is probably the first most important tool that fitness business owners have on their list in 2021. I mean, why try do stuff half-heartedly when you can do an amazing job with a group of other people who have the same agenda? 100%. And then you get double the thought process, knowledge sharing, creativity, content, audiences. So, yeah, that was like another key takeaway. Look to see who you can partner with. And within the industry itself as well, you know, particularly with businesses that are struggling, the cost also is split, you know, if there is a cost. Um, yeah. But I think there's also so much room for collaboration. It's, it's, it's needed in our industry more, I think. People seem to see each other as comp competition. I remember I used to be training down the beach and I'd be like, morning, another trainer would be like, mm. it's like, you're the competition. <laughs> it's like, are we really? Are we going to get with? I think it's a great opportunity to shift that yeah. as well, that actually the guy next door isn't necessarily the competition because you've both got unique USPs and it's kind of your selling point, sorry. And, um, yeah, it, it doesn't have to be like that. So I think it is a great opportunity for industry. And we have seen, as Mel said, a lot of us in the industry have sort of come together that haven't done work together for years or, or ever, and it's brought a lot of us together, which I think is a huge positive. And um, what you guys are doing from a knowledge sharing perspective is so powerful. Hmm. Like, and you probably amplified it because it's so needed and that's, that comes from heart and that's care and that's karma and that will always win, I believe. Yeah. And it didn't and it finish here either, Sam. I mean, Edwina would agree with me, you know, 2021 and right throughout the Christmas New Year period is probably when club owners are going to need assistance the most um, because, the, you know, that thought process of what is 2021 going to deliver for me. So I believe, you know, moving forward, you know, people like yourself and working alongside um, Edwina and Justin and Megan, um, I think that, yeah, that the industry can only grow and become stronger from that. Absolutely. Um, okay, I know I've got the prezzo. <laughs> and we we're darting around, which is great. I might just swing back to it if that's okay with you guys. Um, I wanted to show you, I don't know if you're um, aware of a, a campaign recently launched by Rebel, Rebel Sport. I want to show you this very short video, if possible. Right. Um, it's really clever on what they've done. And we spoke about it earlier about being emotive and humanizing, hu like humanizing the club atmosphere and getting people to remember what it was like mm. and, making, and, and, you know, like missing out nostalgia. Oh, it was like that. And um, so they've done a, a really, not to say every gym owner has to go out and do this, but I just like the way they did it. It was short to the point and very relatable. That's another word, like be relatable to your consumer. Understand what they're going through. 
And that's a great point because I think our industry tends to kind of think that we have to be the, which we often are, but because that's part of the role, but be the happy person and pretend everything's perfect when, you know, sometimes being real and saying we're all the same, we're all struggling and can be a lot more relatable than. I love it. Yeah, for sure. And that, that, that builds trust. Mm. You, know, you don't need to sell, just, yeah, be relatable to them. And then that, that builds up trust over time. All right. So here's, here's the quick, short, snappy rebel um, ad. It's called Sport is Calling. And I watched this and I was like, this, like, this is so me. So again, then rebel comes into my head. <laughs> Awesome. Is there volume? Oh, that's a good point. That's weird. I don't know why it's not playing volume. It's not playing volume, but that's okay. okay. Basically, these people are jumping on her, just saying, oh, you know, I haven't seen you for ages. It's mum and dad going, we have, can we have a Zoom call tonight? Like, so there's just a whole bunch of people jumping on her, like demanding things of her. It's hilarious. And it's like the, the words that they're saying, it's like, oh my God, yes, like that's, I've had that, I've had that, I've had that. Don't do you feel like that some days? It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yeah. And again, yeah. what would be really great with that, I when I was watching that, how would that be if we had something designed that was for the fitness industry that said collaboration is calling? Absolutely. That would be amazing. Absolutely. Collaboration is calling. Yeah, that, yeah. I said, although, although she was letting collaboration go. <laughs> I just love the <laughs> expression. <laughs> Leave her alone. She was wanting to rebel to get her next pair of Nikes. <laughs> but like, yeah. not, there is a reverse. Everyone's been at home by themselves through lockdown. So it's kind of like, bring me some people. <laughs> Um, Sam, I was just wondering if, if um, can I just ask you some questions? Because I know that um, Edwina's probably got some questions to ask too, just about advertising on Facebook, because obviously that would have dropped down in the news feed for people on Facebook. Um, I, I, I started advertising on Facebook pretty much 2008. So I've been on there for a while and I've been advertising and I've seen a shift over the years as to how club owners are setting up their Facebook advertising. And in the very early, early years, like a post like that from Rebel would have been made um, public and it would have been a sponsored ad and you just would have hit boost and you would have just thrown it out there. But now I'm noticing that a lot of um, club owners and other businesses are doing more custom ads. And so when you go look at your competitors, you jump on their Facebook page and, you know, you'll jump up and you'll look at a post and you'll see it's, it's been made into a custom uh, audience as opposed to being a public post. So in, in a situation like that Rebel ad, is that something that would have been made public or would they have made that a custom ad where they just wanted to hit their target audience? Good question. <laughs> I'm not sure, but they got me. I got it on Instagram and I just forwarded it on to my team. I was like, look yeah. at this, guys. It caught my attention immediately. Um, so, I mean, I mean, gosh, we could talk for hours on ad sets. Uh, the way I think about it when it comes to advertising is, yes, you've got Facebook and Instagram there. You've got LinkedIn there. So you, you have paid channels there. But then you've also got influencers, paid or unpaid, that you can lean on. You've also got your partners 
as well. So yes, you can invest time, effort and energy. You also, your Facebook groups, how do you do a collab on a Facebook group? Just a quick one, going off tangent and then I'll come back in. We work with a steam cleaning company called Bissell, right? We found a Facebook group called Mums That Clean. We're over, over 100,000 mums that love to clean. So we paused our ads um, and just because we were testing and learning just to see. Um, and we collabed with this Mums That Clean group. And we gave away like a few, it was a campaign, we gave away a few steam cleaners. Next minute, people were comparing their water, look at from dirty, look how dirty my car was, look how clean it is now. So we started to get content from it. We then built up a database from it. And then we were selling from it. They were recommending Bissell product in this group with over 100,000 mums that love to clean through one Facebook group. So again, yes, Advertising is important, without a doubt, for brand, for engagement, to, to mirror audiences and find new audiences. But then also, like, you know, there's a bit of sweat equity involved. Go in the trenches, go and find the Facebook groups. Build up relationships with community there as well, whether it's through partners. So, yeah, there's just, there's a lot there. Sorry if I'm just going million miles an hour, but it excites me. To think I was just thinking about, about going into a group. So as a, you know, a small business owner, going into a group and then pitching my my product to me you'd have to be fairly subtle in that or is there I would imagine there's kind of Facebook rules there I mean Mel you probably know too because you're on Facebook a lot um you know there's a there's a fine line between annoying your audience as well yeah so I wouldn't be pitching without a doubt go to the admin and look to do a collab yeah so then okay. they support you like yeah don't go in and pitch yeah yeah that's what I value yeah. yeah go to the, the admin owner and then look to see if you can strike up a partnership with them because to help them get what they want, which is obviously to engage their community and add value, and you get what you want, which is a database, um, whatever they let you do within the extremes of that. It's, it's Great. Just, it's a good way of looking at things. And influencers, like in Ballarat, is there any, like, and you don't have to be celeb as an influencer. Is there someone that is highly trusted and that can influence community that might have maybe only 2,000 highly engaged followers on Instagram, but they would all walk through fire for her or him? Uh, as opposed to, oh, I'm going to spend money in advertising, you can negotiate what you can offer that individual instead. And it doesn't have to be paid. Yeah. Yeah, right. No. No. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Can I just ask you a question about the groups? So taking it back to club owners again. Um, so, all right, so as a club owner, I've got a group that's closed. Only my members can go into that group. What would you suggest as a club owner how do I create a relationship where I'm collaborating with my members outside of my gym environment? So they're in this group to, let's say, uh, watch Facebook Live classes or just to know the updates of what's going on in the gym. How can I extract and collaborate with those people that are in that group? See, it would be like if Edwina set up, uh, say, a fitness technology group and then she's got a whole lot of people in there how would we collaborate with those people that are in there? They've got their own businesses and their own lives. How do we collaborate so that there's an equal exchange? Okay, so what you're saying is Edwina's got a group. You want to be able to collaborate and get involved in that group and then extract and bring across to become members? Um, no, so like we've both got our own groups and we've both got our own members and we've both got our own products. How do we collaborate with our members because at the moment our members are in there for a product that we have yep but how can we use our members in that group to help our business grow but at the same time allow them the same 
run a campaign or a competition so you open up both groups so they you allow them to join both groups for example and that's one way of doing it or giving them a call to action to go somewhere else so they all come to a centralized group whether that's a landing page that you co-fund i don't know what that would look like but or are you saying now for the actual members of the group to yeah the members of the group so oh i've got i've got like 400 people sitting in in this group that the a group fitness lovers well i know that they're all got lives and they all do something so i want to keep them engaged with my club how do i collaborate with them so they've obviously got businesses or they've got lives how can i get them more engaged with me to share something that they do in their life that my business is going to grow from it so there could be a gardener there could be a plumber there could be an electrician how do we get them pumped up and keep them engaged yep so just state the purpose of the group say that we're we're looking we're looking this is a lifestyle group it's holistic um next week we're running a book club or um, we're running sue we're looking for a gardener to give tips or whatever that that may be do a call out a shout out theme. so whether it's when we work with Tobin Brothers Funerals, and that sounds strange, but the purpose we work with them is to support client families going through a time of need. And when we were in lockdown, we were like, what do you guys want? Like, how can we better support you? And yes, it was through grief, but also it was through activity. And so we got a professional bowler on and he did some like workouts with them through Facebook Live. And we did art for the hearts, we did painting. So we had a, an artist on and we had a painting class. So throw it out to them, they'll tell you or you have set themes that you think you think or you know would yeah. resonate and then you put a call out for like an expert or not an expert, but someone that was dedicated to doing that once yeah. a month, for example. Okay, all right. Because it'd be nice to do other stuff than just do group like the group fitness chit chat in the group. It'd be good to be able to keep that relationship building even though the clubs are open now because originally the group was set up because we were in lockdown. I, I love the fact that you've got that there. I mean. There's so much you can do once you understand what they want. What you could also do is bring in, and I think you guys have already had like a professional athlete speak um, on a resilience topic maybe, but you can bring in, you know, these, these athletes right now are hanging to just share their stories. Like we work with the AIS and one of their one of their key goals is to ensure that the athlete is a role model to community. So there's plenty of them put their hand up and say, hey, I'd love to contribute. Okay. So bringing in key guests as well. Yeah. So bringing an outsiders in and then getting them to bring people in. Cool. If it's relevant. Yeah. I'll do that. Thank you. My pleasure. We've got like six minutes. Sorry, because I'm going to have to do school dash at That's 8.45. Okay. But what else do you suggest that club owners do with their Facebook and their Instagram ads at the moment moving forward in 2021? Well, you love the ads, don't you? <laughs> yeah, um, because that's what we're here for. Yeah. We want to know the what the secret okay. sauce is there. Well, sum, sum that up. Let's do a little combo, like sum that up in a minute or two and let. And then I'd just love Sam to give us a top sort of Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, so with the ads, you'll have a database. Um, so one of the most powerful ways right now is to upload your database, which is totally legal, into Facebook. And then what that will do is it will target, let's say, me, Sam at Think Tank Social, right, has got that email address linked into Facebook, but also is on your database. You get a match. So out of all of your database, you might get a 30% match. That means that you can actually target me with a piece of content, whether it's for member engagement, whether it's acquisition, whether it's just brand awareness that you've got a new service or you've got a new partner, wherever that may be, you can focus on me, like not to say it's sad, but you'll be able to target me. What then you can do is you can find other audiences like me. 
42 years old, loves Melbourne Demons, lives in Melbourne, <laughs> da, 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 da. You can start, so then that, once you then find that one, then it finds another one. So that's a really powerful way of um, lookalike audiences, they're called, of okay. scaling um, and ensuring that you've got the right audiences. Um, content is key. Like you could have the best targeting in the world, but if your content isn't resonating, it's not relatable, then you've just lost that person. Mm. Um, so again, with video, like within the first three seconds, you've got to catch their attention. That's what um, Rebel did for me. I was like, hang on a minute. Like she was coming out of bed, then there was the husband there, and then next minute she was on the path. I was like, oh, what's happening here? So you've got to be- Even yeah. with the sound, that was great. There's <laughs> <laughs> me like commentating along. Yes, the mum and dad <laughs> want to catch up for, for a Zoom chat tonight. Her husband's saying, I'm going to be home late. Um, so yeah, that, those two are really, really um, powerful ways of advertising. Look, I, I have advertising specialists at TTS. I'm not an ad specialist. I say creatively, I want this. They go away and target. Yeah. So I may not be, like, I know those two work, but I'm probably not the best person. And I can, you know, if you guys are open, I can definitely get an ad specialist to come on and talk specifically data analytics, ads, targeting. That would be cool. Other approaches are good. I think that's, you know, what, what would be your sort of top strategy that, or top two strategies or whatever you'd like to finish with around recommending for people to kick off 2021 with a bang, I guess. Yeah. So I would imagine everyone's focusing on growth. We don't, small business doesn't usually have access to someone like you. So it's great to have <laughs> you on. Love to just get what, what you think is the key thing that we can take away. So if you want to scale, um, number one, you can't scale unless you've got a highly engaged community already. So number one, care about the people you've already got. Communicate with them in different ways and ways that they want to be communicated with. If they don't want to be communicated SMS, as Mel said before, they'll opt out. I love being communicated by SMS. So trial them all. SMS, EDM, in club. Is it a phone call? Hi, I'm from your local club. It's, uh, I'm like, oh, wow. They're not selling me anything, but they're just checking in to see how I am. Is it a handwritten note? Just so find ways to keep the heartbeat of your community, of your membership going. Because if you look after them, they will then just naturally share. Had a great experience. Is there a formula for that, Sam? Is there a kind of like, you know, some, I find with some companies that they bombard you and it's too much. And, but maybe that's my person. And there's others who don't at all. Is there kind of a formula that's a, the norm in the industry or not? Is it really about testing your own audience? It is, unfortunately. But I think, you know what, if, if you're adding value each time, and I get 15 pieces of content go through my feed, but it's adding value, then great. But just don't do it for the sake of doing it for frequency. Just have a meaningful message. And be really creative. I think now's the time. We've got an opportunity to be really creative in what we do. Um, my second piece of advice would be around partnerships. Find a good partner that can support you, that can co-invest, co-design, that's got the audience you want to get in front of. You've got the audience they want to get in front of. Bring them on. And, and that could be multiple partners. Don't just look at one. That could be you could go and do a campaign with three other partners. That could be like a PTP fit, strength and conditioning band, an Australian unity, and you guys. Yeah. Because remember, insurance companies want to get in front of your audiences as well. So for me, I've been going to, with some of our clients, um, um, HSC, uh, Australian unity I've had conversations with, superannuation firms I've had communications with because they all want to grow. So think, who wants to grow that can invest into your audience so you can get some additional money, you know, and do it in a meaningful way when you do your ADM. So then you can use that money elsewhere. And um, let's just say, just throw it out there, Seabus Super, right? And they want to grow. And you've got a database of 7,000. They'd have a combo with you, right? How, 
maybe not them because they're tradies, but a superannuation fund would have a combo around a corporate partnership. So being smart and going, okay, um, for, to, to have access to our 7,000, um, that's going to cost 10 grand. And this is what you get. You get a space on the website. You get, we're going to do an EDM once, once a quarter with a member offer. Um, so yeah, you can see where I'm going. You get yes. real creative with it. So think about the big companies that have got the money that need to get in front of your community. But there's a good value match. Yeah, and it's good to hear number because I guess in the past I would have thought, oh, seven thousand is not enough, or ten thousand isn't enough. But, but I guess it's the quality yeah. of the leads, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. And and even so, we work with a company called PTP and Bahi. So Bahi's like yoga mats, PTP strength and conditioning bands, power tubes. So right now they they're expanding. So they will invest into areas that have the audience they want to get in front of. From a sponsorship perspective and then they'll negotiate where they get seen what content what social media posts go out so actually that would be a massive takeaway develop a corporate partnership slash sponsorship document and look at everything you can offer that person if you're doing facebook lives in a group every week there's exposure right there they could sponsor that like there's space on the website there's an edm like that's a fantastic, yeah. fantastic tip because it's actually also helping people get some cash flow in because I think it's one of the struggles right now. And at least you can lean back on all of the years of work and go, okay, there's something here I can sell, you know, and and, yeah, and help myself through this hump, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, that would be my key number one, actually. As long yeah. as it aligns with your core values and their core values, do it because they've got mo the money is there in the corporates right now. It's there and they're hungry to grow. That's a brilliant tip. Thanks, Sam. Got my little boy and I go, oh, I've got to go to school, I'm going to be late. I know, I can <laughs> see him. <laughs> Hi, Hi, guys. Hello. Hello. Hi. Mom's coming now. <laughs> We're about to finish so that you get to school on time. We're just wrapping up now. Great. If people want to get in contact with you, what's the best way to do that? Um, probably the website, thinktanksocial.com.au. Okay, and you said that you'd be willing to share the Prezo that you had today or yeah, anything? Said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll share the Prezo and I'll share the SMS comms as well. Oh, that'd be awesome. Brilliant. Uh, Mel, any other questions from you before we no. all Sam run and oh. drop a little one off? I know how important it is, Sam, to get those kids to school on time. Been there, done that. But thank you very much for your time. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to sharing um, your presentation and hopefully we can get somebody in to talk about ad sets and advertising because I think that that would really help the club owners of Victoria and of course, right throughout Australia in 2021. Yeah, can do. Yeah. Pens and paper, it'd be more of a head down. Yeah. Not yeah. No, no, thanks so much for that tip with partnerships. I think that was huge. And I'm going to think about that myself. I, I yeah. think um, we can tend to think we're too small to approach those bigger companies. Yeah. So it was great to almost have permission to yeah. go give it a the shot. Way. Nothing to lose, right? Doors are open right now. Yeah. yeah. Thanks so much. Thanks, thanks for joining right, us. Bye. Bye. See you. Thanks, Sam. Thanks, Eddie. Thanks, Mel.